Welcome to the 600. WTS the 600. How are you, Danny? I am tremendous. Um, I was getting stuck into the intro there. Hip hop, hip hopping away. Um, welcome. I'll start again. Welcome to the 600. W- <laughs> Sorry. Welcome to WTS the 600. This is our new weekly supplement before our interviews on Sunday. Can we still be called now? No, we can't be called new, but this is our supplement. Yeah. Our supplemented podcast. It's like the little magazine you get in the Sunday Independent or the Sunday World or that about tripe publications. Tripe. But anyway, tripe. Um, we're here for 10 minutes. Yeah. Well. It's a bit, about 12. Yeah. We're yeah, going to waffle. We're going to waffle about a subject. Mm-hmm. Um, had you something to bring up, Danny? Uh, yes. Yes, I do. Um, October 29th, uh, down in Kula, there is a charity football match, and it is in memory of Dermahand, who uh, passed away during the summer. Um, Adam Lawler, friend of the show, and all-round gent, is organising said match. Um, so, if you want to take part in today, if you want to donate, or if, if you want to like give spot prizes or anything like that, uh, give Adam a shout on Facebook or get in touch with us and we'll put you in touch. It's all, everything, every single penny, every scrap, every shred, every little tiny cent that is raised will go to the Irish Council Society in memory of Dermo. So, um, yeah, uh, support it, lads. Uh, cancer touches everybody, I suppose. Everybody knows somebody who has been unfortunate enough to, 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 uh, to have been ravaged by that disease. So, Get behind it. Get behind it, support it. Um, Adam's a great bloke as well, so uh, I hope it goes well on the day. And it's going to be like a family fun day. There's going to be Bouncy Castle's face painting. Um, there'll be, you know, cracking the bar after the match and all that kind of thing. So, support it. 29th of October. Cool. Charity football match. Best of luck to Adam. Yeah. Now, what have you got to plug? Uh, it's... Yeah, do I like calling it a plug? It's more of an awareness thing. It's a plug. It's a plug, okay. <laughs> um, well, obviously, we everyone knows that we're doing the podcast festival. Or, yeah, podcast festival on September 26th in the Workman's. Tickets with our are, unbelievable lineup. With our unbelievable, unbelievable lineup. Uh, tickets available now on Ticketmaster. We have three panelists Dave McWilliams, yeah. Joanne McNally, yeah. and the amazing Ken Early. Oh, yeah. And we're just going to shoot the, sh- uh, shoot the shit with them. Man, you're struggling tonight. I know. You t- I took three attempts on the intro. I know, I'm sorry. I'm, gonna sh- I'm sorry. I'm, I've been in the gym. My brain is frazzled. And oh, dear, I'm being in the gym. My biceps are just popping out of this Marty Squirrel all, all, t-shirt. All the blood going Marty, through muscles. Marty, 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 Marty fucking girl. Marty, um, Marty, 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 But yeah, tickets available. We're going to yes. do like the crack August crap. Of Ireland, yeah, kind of. We haven't fully finalised no. what way we're going to do it, but look, it's, it's, it's going to be like it's look, it's, good. It's, it's three amazing guests, two Egypts, one stage, one night. Yeah, you don't want to miss it. Um, the night before on Monday, the twenty fifth. I'm not really asking for people to come to this, but I'm just want to create awareness, and I'd like people to share it when you see it. But <laughs> I don't know if anyone's aware, but. Um, the current Fine Gael-led government has continued the record of every Irish government in the last decade uh, by failing to ratify and implement in full the UN Convention on the Rights of People with Disabilities. Even though ratification was an election promise in 2016, and despite the fact that the people with a disability are still bearing the weight of inequality in transport, healthcare and basic rights week after week. So, 
what's happening in there's what happened now is that there's a disability rights now public meeting it's on the night before our podcast festival uh, appearance uh, monday the 25th of september 8 p.m tara towers um i suppose i'm asking people to join the movement in any way they can for the disability rights um, I'm going to be speaking at it myself with Dr. Tom Clonan, Senator John Dolan, Annette Mooney and Richard Boyd Barrett. So, as I said, you mightn't agree with people before profits. Um, Don't worry about all that. It's ret- support, rhetoric. Support this, come on. But they're, only, they're the only there. ones getting getting behind this. Exactly. So, uh, so get behind this. I'd appreciate everyone's who who likes me, who likes the podcast, who likes Danny. Uh, to get behind it if you don't mind don't be worrying about political allegiances people this goes beyond that so uh, yeah. if you see it give it a like give it a share and um, don't be afraid to put pressure on people to support this kind of thing yep Meryl yes what is our subject this week we are going to talk and try and make sense if we can probably fail yeah. about North Korea timer on now it's on so Danny I yeah. want to ask you because yeah. you're pro- I've for the last two or three months right yeah I haven't really watch news right i've kind of been in a bubble fake news i I avoid it have you watched fake news no i avoid it fake news i avoid it all how close are we in your opinion now be serious right yeah yeah, yeah. how close are we in your opinion because you're always watching the news how close are we to world war three oh it's happening are you really serious it's already started man how right see i don't don't know right right, everybody goes on about how like this is a new cold war it's not new cold war lads this war is already being fought and it's being fought uh i sound like alex jones right (laughs) (laughs) this war is being fought by by the government yeah no it is it's uh wts the info war yeah no right because like think about when you think about right how many everything in today's world is uh, like finance and computers you know what I mean people care about money and people care about being able to get on social media that's all people want Yeah. the North Koreans don't have social money and the Americans are trying to stop them getting money you know what I mean the Americans are trying to stop North Korea yeah they're putting well they're trying to put all these sanctions, sanctions. on them you know yeah. what I mean and it's the same they tried to put sanctions on Russia and Vladimir Putin um, basically created a meme of himself flexing and laughed at the sanctions <laughs> it's like this was ridiculous I fight the birds you know so, like, so how was you're saying the World War Three has started financially and in terms of computer? But are we talking? Are we talking World War Three as in a Cold War scenario? It's not a Cold War. It's it's a hot war. It's a hot war in terms of finances and in terms of information technology. You like Russia but hacked is, uh, a presidential I, election in the United States, Graham. That if that's not an act of war, I'd know what it is. Nobody's going to call it that, but it is. It's only a matter of time before somebody says, "Right, enough of this shit," and hits a big button or pulls the trigger. I agree, but that's 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 the point. What I want to know: when are bombs going to be dropped? Will bombs be dropped? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I definitely think so. I mean, right, North Korea, right? We chapter forty six over the over our Sunday podcasts, over our feature length podcast. You can go back and listen to it. We done a North Korea special. Um with Paul Fisher, who wrote a book on North Korea and has visited North Korea. But North Korea is a mad kid, right? Kim Jong-un, who was the dear leader... Um, Stopped six people from listening to us. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> from the grave. <laughs> Kim Jong-il the, the, is the supreme leader. Yeah. So you have dear leader, now you have the supreme leader, and he likes to be called the marshal. Right. right? Loves whiskey. Loves whiskey. Where does his dialogue of cognac? But the only reason that he's in power... Is because his brother, Kim Jong Nam, who was assassinated in Malaysia earlier this year. It was uh, his stepbrother, that was it? No, it's full brother. All right. 
Uh, well, same dad. I don't know about mine. That maybe. was mad because the two women that did that thought they were part of a reality TV, TV show. show. Yeah, right. But th- 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 this is the best part of it. The only reason that he's not your man that was assassinated. The only reason he's not the one in charge of North Korea is because in two thousand one he tried to go to Disneyland on a fake passport. Oh my! God. I'm not making this up. You can look at this. I swear, this is God's honest and truthful, man. He tried to go to Disneyland. And he was like, like, can you imagine that? And the, the, why was he assassinated? Uh, because like he could put it it's all Game of Thrones shit you know what I mean like oh, is he I'm, a the, I'm the rightful heir to the throne kind of thing and then Kim Jong it, there's too many Kim Jongs but you know what I mean like, is he a defector yeah he was in the end yeah he was living in Malaysia but like can you imagine him trying to plan the family holiday because Kim Jong un now Kim Jong il the dad was obsessed with water slides <laughs> so you can go on to Google right and follow basically where he had all these water slides built around North Korea in his, like, luxury holiday homes. Are you joking? Swear to God, man, he loved water slides. Whereas the two lads when they're growing up are probably like, oh, dad, dad, where are we going on holiday? And he's like, "Uh, we're going to the north side because we've got a new water slide built. And, you know, the one that was assassinated then was probably like, can we not just go to Disneyland like a normal child? You are not a normal child. Do you think this lad is just testing Trump? No, I think he's batshit crazy. Yeah. Like, like North Korea is odd, like... He's only 32 or something, is he? Uh, they don't know what age he is. He was either born in 82, 83, or 84, and North Korea won't tell them, which I think is hilarious. It's amazing, like. How old is he? Don't know how old are you? 64. <laughs> well, we're not telling you how old he is. Child's play stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, it's... it's they are mad, like, he wants to be called the marshal by everybody. Like, there, was a, I mean? there, was a, there was a piece I read. I know I said I've, I've shut myself off from the news. I mean, like, watching the news, but I read a piece yeah, yeah. there recently about North Korea and someone said the the commentator said or the or the writer of the piece said that they wouldn't be able for a war because their million manned army yeah. um they they don't have the nutrition. They defect at the site of a good sandwich. Yeah. That's they, what they're trying to be they, have, they basically wouldn't have the nutrition or strength. Sure to, remember to remember to your man tried to feed them with giant rabbits? No. Kim Jong il the da uh seeing a giant rabbit and decided that was gonna that was how he was going to end famine in North Korea. And again, I, I know this sounds like I'm making everything up that I'm talking about. I'm not. This is true. He's, I think it was a lad in Germany. He used to breed these giant rabbits. They're like the size of big dogs. Like They're huge. Yeah. And he decided to buy some off them to try and breed them to like feed all his people. And he would have been going on. Like, the Easter Bunny had a whole different meaning in North Korea. Like. But, uh, of course, it failed. And uh, as people continue to start, well, yeah, you try to feed them with giant rabbits. Do you do you remember? Do you ever hear in this, remember hearing the story about WCW going to do a show? I do remember hearing that story. Yeah, yeah. Ric Flair was involved, wasn't he? Yeah, Ric Flair was involved. Yeah. He just kicked out from a health scare. Yeah, he did. Good man, Rick. Got, got the shoulder boy. up. Got the shoulder up. God bless the nature boy. But Ooh. yeah, no, they went on a tour. Eric Bischoff and the lads, uh, yeah. and they performed in front of a hundred thousand people. And some of the wrestlers uh, remember or were t- told tales of staying in the hotel. Yeah. And ringing like home to say, oh, yeah, we're getting on well. And the food is crap. And then as soon as you say something bad, the phone Found was cut. Yeah, yeah. yeah I believe it. But sure, that documentary with Dennis Rodman. Oh, my God. Lads, if you've not seen it, uh, Big Bang and Pong Yang, it's called. Oh, uh, it's brilliant. This, the, the, the Matt Supreme, Cooper narrates. Yeah, the Supreme Leader uh, is obsessed with basketball. Um, to the point where people who knew him when he was younger, you say he'd like obsessively draw portraits of Michael Jordan. Like he was obsessed with it. And apparently he wanted Michael Jordan to go. And when he couldn't get him, he went for Rodman. 
because Rodman's crazy enough to go. <laughs> like, Rodman's nuts. Poor yeah. Rodman, on the, at the end of that documentary, poor Rodman nearly had a nervous breakdown. Yeah, I kind of felt sorry for him. Yeah. Like, the weight of an entire nation. Like, everybody in America was like, what are you, are you, you have to go there and you have to, like, help. You have but to do help. Do you remember like, the scenes where... Um, the, the 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 former NBA players that went over and yeah, they have yeah. a crisis meeting. Oh, stop! And man. then they had to talk live to CNN and yeah. CNN and say, no, everything's grand. We're actually staying here. Everything's grand. We're healthy. Yeah. We're getting fed well. We're drinking well. And then Rodman's in the background, kind of going, "Let me get this interview." Yeah, yeah, I was madness. But like, it's just as well it was basketball because uh, Kim Jong Il tried to play golf once, and he stopped. Uh, because every shot he got a hole in one, and he was like, "It's not fair to other people that I play the sport," <laughs> and that is also true. No, so, it's not. I'm not making that up. He got a hole in one all the time. Every shot he took went straight in the pin, straight what, was in it six yards. No, like he was playing like dog leg lefts and everything, man. Like hundred percent, he was just pinging the ball in, and the lads were like, "Oh, great shot there, leader! Great shot!" Oh, it went in the hole, and he was like, "What are we now? Uh, we're on the 18th hole, and Which, how many shots they taken? 17." Did they like, tell their people they won the World Cup? Yeah. In football. They're mad. They're mad idiots there. Do but like, mean? is it propaganda or is it all fact? I don't know. Who's to say they didn't win the World Cup, Graham, and that we're not the ones getting propaganda? Because didn't a couple of their um, players, when were North Korea in the, in the, in the World Cup last? In was Germany, it? was it? No, it was in South Africa. South Africa and a couple of them tried to leg it. Tried to leg it, yeah. <laughs> Again, at the first sight of a sandwich. <laughs> They were like, what's McDonald's? Oh, my, that's a McDonald's. Because <laughs> McDonald's sponsored the World Cup. I'd say they were all over the double cheeseburgers. Yeah. I know I would have been. Delish. It's mad. Would you ever go to North Korea? I'd love to go to North Korea. I'd be buying all the fridge magnets and all that. I heart Pung Yang and all that. I'd be all over. I'd love to go on one of the water stories that Kim Jong-il built. I don't know. Do you think, do you think if a war happens... Yeah. Do you think the people in North Korea that survive will be happy that they will be, in quotes, liberated? Ultimately, yeah. And then go back to being just Korea? <sighs> Ultimately, I, I would think that. And I'm taking that purely from a Western point of view, but I'm also taking that from a point of view of... Um, I don't know what is going to be left of the world if shit goes down. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like he's, he, he, he's getting to the point where he like he tested a hydrogen bomb. Like That shit's for real. You know so who I mean? would be on North Korea's side if there was a World War Three? At the moment, nobody. Russia and China are down to allies. And even they're like, cop on to fuck. So when you're saying there, w- there wouldn't be much left of the world? Yeah. How if it's just... Because it always happens in war. Somebody changes sides halfway. The Italians, classic Italians, they always do it. But it's always that somebody will have a disagreement or there'll be an aftermath. Like, look at look at how World War Two ended. You know what I mean? Russia and America were on the same side. That war wouldn't have been won without Russia. But we only think America and Britain, and then Russia became evil afterwards. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's only a matter of time before some shit goes down, I think. And it's, Tom Clonan kind of agreed with me. Remember he was saying on this podcast, it's a matter yeah. of... Aww. Matter of, you can't even finish. We're done. We're done. That was WTS, the 600. We're in Fitzpatrick's Castle, Colony. Beautiful Fitzpatrick's Castle. September 26th, live September show. 26th. September 25th, see Merrow talk about... Football match. And a football match, October 29th. But that's it, we're done. Good luck. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Woo!